This is Hash from Bangalore Bits Network, our brand new show to talk about news, especially from India. Uh, your host Subhu Jay Shankar and Subhu Krishnan. Hey Subhu, how are you? Good. How are you? It's been a while. We have not done any show. Right. Yeah. Took a long break. Uh, we did a lot of rehash around the shows. We'll talk about later. In, I mean, maybe the end of this episode. Uh, so let's start with something interesting happened last week in in Indian news. So should we start with the Google's uh, India's Antitrust Commission accusing Google of rigging search results? Why don't we yeah. talk about that? So um, this came about a uh, couple of maybe about a couple of weeks back. Uh, so the uh, I was just uh, this has not been highlighted very well both in domestic as well as international media. Uh, so I mean we have been seeing Google undergoing kind of FTC probe in 2013. Uh, FTC probe is being an antitrust violation in US, and we also seen some European Commission doing similar activity. Now we are seeing that in India. This act, even though the, it has been in news now, uh, the original story which started in 2012 basically. The the Co- Competitive Commission of India started its investigation in 2012 on the, on Google's business practices in India. So uh, last year they have been fined about 166 uh, crores, yeah, k dollars actually. Yeah. So <coughs> for not that uh, was not responding back in time correct. for the findings. So this year it has been again uh, the the study what they filed and then in terms of. Google has to come back by September 9th or something like that. Uh, though there is not very detail in terms of what exactly the CCCI, the Competitive Commission of India investigated, I was very curious in terms of what some of those measures, what CCCI, CCCI have taken to study Google's business practice in India and then how are they coming out with some kind of conclusion or something like that. So that would kind of, that will help me to pass through all the noise in terms of about the story so uh, I think the, the the whole complaint started by a few I think the leading internet properties in India I think Bharat matrimony according to economic times correct yeah uh, they say it's Bharat matrimony who started that correct then, yeah. uh, all the other guys like Flipkart and other guys joined into that basically yeah. saying in 2012 there was a group called advocacy group which basically started the Complaint to antitrust right initiative which has started yeah go so on. so this time it, it looks if google doesn't again comply uh, they may even be fined up to 10% of its revenue which is pretty it's yeah, yeah. And it's like they posted a net income of around 14 billion correct on the 66 billion revenue in last year so it, it's 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 not that small on the bond. I mean, it's, it's a significant dent. Yeah, so I'm not very sure how much of leverage India will have to get that kind of fine. But but what they have sl- what what will happen if they slap that kind of fine will be very interesting to watch out. Uh, but I was just also thinking that what some of the things CCI was trying to uh, get from these companies and stuff like that. So how they can measure whether there is any uh, malpractices by Google in India or something like that. so. So this kind of, there was some kind of questionnaire was sent by CCI, CCCI to the internet companies, which are include uh, Nokia, uh, Facebook, Flipkart and so many other like Just Dial and other these companies. 
so uh, cccai was very keen in terms of to understand uh, the google business practices in three areas one is what is their impact on vertical search and advertising and what is the impact for publishers when there is a change in the algorithm and then how some of the adwords policies of google impact these internet companies as well the adsense is another property of google how various internet companies in india is using adsense and then doing it so i mean like if we look at it something like on the first item what cci was trying to investigate was like vertical search and advertising so vertical search google as you know is in a horizontal search wherein you know you can probably go about searching anything in google which could be something like about a fashion or about the place where you want to visit or place you want to eat and stuff like that but there are a lot of internet companies which specializes on vertical searches which is like just dial where you go go to just dial or you go to shadi.com where you have a specific purpose what you want to search there and so at the same time even though google being an horizontal search company they have other properties which are like uh, youtube maps finance and other products which are like very vertical in nature so when you have a player such like google who is like a very big in in the horizontal search who also have properties like google youtube google maps and finance it is important for cci to understand in terms of is there any uh is there any malpractice in these areas to promote their own properties uh and how the search engine algorithm changes are impacting their right content basically okay. are there uh, the constant change of algorithm is just basically impacting the publishers processes and then uh, or promoting somebody else's content or on the higher basis and stuff like that and the third thing they were trying to understand is like uh the adword policies which is like adwords are basically the if you are doing any kind of business in internet you want to uh, for specific words you want to bid and then you want to promote your business on that so how cci cci was trying to do this analysis is basically ask these internet companies to share the amount of uh, money they are spending on adwords and what is the google practice on on the on the auction processes and how much revenue they are generating back from these auctions so that way they will be able to comprehensively study in terms of uh, how this entire thing works and also see if there is any unfair advantages for google's own pro- properties against uh, these and the other thing is like basically the adsense is another another business what google has in india the adsense is basically the one which uh, which is primarily used by publishers uh to monetize their inventory in google search actually so again cci was trying to get information from these companies in terms of how much money they are spending in adsense and what is the revenue they are getting back and is there any practices in terms of uh, is there any practices of google which is basically hindering their own businesses competing on fair basis right so um i don't know about how well how ftc or european union does uh, to me 
the 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 survey done by CCCI is very comprehensive and they have okay. done a very good job in terms so it of it looks like 600 pages in length they have published a yeah. document yeah. for google response right yeah because i don't think there is see because there is a con- there's this a continuous game between google always try to tell you that that they want to give the best search for the users and the the publishers always play a game of cat and mouse actually uh there is a group of uh, search engine optimization which sits and then try to play google search in their own game they try to beat google search in their own game and then google continuously tweaks the algorithm and stuff like that it's extremely ambiguous nature to even study and understand this business and then and it is first of its kind there is no precursor or anything like that with keeping all that in mind whatever what ccci had done is like for me it is looking very comprehensive. yeah comprehensive analysis and uh, it is not something very new not only india does it uh, in 2013 ftc in us uh, did similar analysis on google search and then uh, based on the discussions when they, i think google agreed also to tweak some of their algorithm on 2013 to adhere to ftc's uh, findings and they've been constantly probed by european unions on right, their yeah. search so, so every other year they they go through the some yeah and china may not be uh, going anywhere near because uh, china doesn't use google correct they, they don't have, be blocked out right? yeah they, they're blocked out there they don't have a business on search business in china right i think uh, many properties uh, google properties are actually blocked in china right uh, the the great firewall of china is actually blocking out all those right. and Google it is search. also important for uh, if there are more and more businesses coming in vertical search uh, in india it is very important for them to have a fair and right normal play so, so, con- so yeah. continuing about google yeah so uh, they also launched uh, a new router right yeah called uh, onhub yeah uh, which is uh, which is they claim is a smart home maybe play what google is bringing in which right. is a 200 dollar router yeah. i don't think so it's available in india still right so i did look up that spec uh, it is it looks interesting it has it looks like uh, amazon's uh, whatever the alexa, alexa yeah. speaker very similar to that uh, it does offer all the um, i think the advanced uh, ac uh, yeah, a to do <laughs> yeah ac configuration uh, it has enough processing power to do much beyond a water a regular router would do right yeah so what do you think is google getting into this is it like this their smart home play or is it they want to know more about our browsing patterns uh, i mean looking at some other reports from ars technica i mean right. it's like they are also constantly in touch with google updates servers so we don't know what all data they are sharing actually right. so what's your assessment of that no I, i basically look at this as their own uh, the uh, first gen product of the brillo platform right okay uh, so the os uh, the iot operating system they launched yeah so this would be something like an uh, the google on always on google on is the kind of thing they call uh, so this will be the first product which comes and sits in your home where you should be able to connect uh, with the different devices which could be lockers fans uh could be various security systems or it could be monitoring systems or all kinds of hardware basically so it is important for google to have some kind of a home network 
where it supports multi protocol uh, hardware in your home where you should be able to have devices which support multi protocol devices which are coming in like bluetooth zigbee or anything so at the same time i think this device doesn't support zigbee i think they just use something like their own protocol called thread right so thread is again a competitive of zigbee but it is on a thread is runs on top of ip ipv6 uh, and their own protocol because they don't need to pay any zigbee alliance fee and stuff like that so for me if i look at it uh, for me this is like their pure uh, google on play which is basically their 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 platform for various things they want to integrate in your house and uh, about spying part i'm not very sure because i've not seen the device or like right, i yeah. don't know about anything about the spying part actually but for me it looks like extremely uh, uh it, it, it is something which they want to put on a hardware at your home where you should be able to interconnect multiple devices into so everybody has started to get into this game right even yeah. amazon's play is essentially that yeah. i mean though they are saying it is a, a speech recognition device and all that but i'm pretty sure they have much bigger aims on that right yeah so we don't generally see much of these in india uh, and also i think the even the hub on hub from google seems to have a speaker in bell yeah. maybe some other things are not activated yet yeah and i think in the next weeks uh, apple event there are a lot of rumors that they are also going to probably launch a newer version of apple tv which may do something very similar correct yeah uh, yeah so definitely the iot space is little, literally heating up yeah um, but, but but what i am actually uh, not sure about this what why don't google launch something let's say this is what its intent is right why do, why do they actually say this is a router and they do all this background thing that actually causes a lot of i mean unwanted rumors and other things right but i i feel the strategy is right because you don't need to uh, buy multiple devices as a home hub uh, your no, router I mean, I, your right router should be ideally a single device which you buy it should work as an hub for multiple hardware uh at this point of time if you look at all the competitor space uh you have like samsung has their own hub uh, all things is a separate hub and everybody in that play in that in the space is trying to uh, add additional devices to your home router uh for me what google is trying to do as as an, an alternate as, as an alternative to a single product where a single router can handle multiple protocols where they should be able to in a continuous basis update the protocols as we move ahead the support for protocols can be rolled out as in a firmware update and stuff like that and for me i think it's a right strategy and trying to uh, have a single product which is having multiple capabilities is right thing i don't think they can spell it out right now because i don't think they have got the alliances with all the ecosystem partners and all the ecosystem partners also is not mature enough to go back and identify it actually right so uh, and their own os brillo is also is very early stages the, it's not even mature but i as a pro, as as a strategy i don't see that is in a trouble because i think they are going in a right direction in terms of having a single product for your house where you should be able to Correct. interconnect multiple hardware which can support multiple protocols and stuff like that and uh, uh, about google is always about having more data about you is their 
which Correct. is like about more business for them so uh, obviously i don't know whether they collect the data or not at this point of time but does it give you more as a company does it give me more signal about a person yes it does actually whatever ways and means it is could be yeah and also it, it is manufactured by uh, by different um, router ஒரிட்ட and the best part is the the manufacturers also is not well i mean they're not doing that great in the software space actually they yeah. need somebody like somebody who has got a fit and finish of google to have their products well to do so i mean i don't think there is any hardware manufacturer like asus or tp link or any of these guys are not capable of coming out with their own protocol getting standardized them and right. then convincing the ecosystem to adopt it and stuff like that so it it needs to be driven by either apple google or microsoft on this space to move ahead yeah so i hope it really takes off and it's not like it another the q thing they launched uh, as a speaker i believe from <laughs> last year so it doesn't end up like that because most of the google hardware ventures i i don't trust them that much on the hardware side okay Uh, I mean looking at they sold Motorola they bought it okay and I don't know I mean whether they are really serious about it I think some of the things they just do just for the case of right. R&D basically okay yeah so let's stay tuned and, and the whole IoT space is in that mode right now uh, we don't know who's going right. to win and who's going to lose also so it is like extremely I mean yeah, very nascent stage yeah so. probably it's like another 5 years yeah uh, maybe from, more yeah little uh, more to really see some actual useful applications around this i think but, but i think the apple strategy there is slightly better because they are doing a baby step wherein try to drive everything with respect to bluetooth right. and mobile phones rather than going into centralized not in a big way wherein take a baby step in one by one kind of a thing uh, so but google want to go all blazing one gun like replace your router by right. this guy yeah. and then it will support weave thread all their protocols and their their iot strategy can ruled out with brillo and stuff like that so and the os they are running is also linux and uh, i think gento or chrome os which they are running as a router so i think that is also very strategically moving in that direction where they want to consolidate everything on that space Uh, this is more than a router for me this is like kind of so you see this, this this could probably be spinning off probably as a different company under alphabet um possibly maybe yeah may not we don't know that okay. uh it could be probably it, this could probably work very well in tandem with the nest right yeah. strategy what they have yeah so enough about google, <laughs> google. so <laughs> just to move on uh So there was this interesting interview from Linus Torvalds yeah. um, at the LinuxCon uh, which happened in Seattle uh, I mean I think a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Right. And he was talking about uh, generally about the open source trends and security um, around the IoT space and also 
uh, the open source area right so are there any key takeaways from that i mean uh, there was also some mention about uh, he doesn't is not a big fan of the container technology <laughs> which is pretty hot now yeah, right yeah. Uh, for whatever reason i don't know i mean i am a big fan of container technology maybe he didn't like because it is taking all the kernels thing away okay uh, but what's what's been your i mean your what are you digest from that See, I mean, I have great, great respect for him uh, in terms of what he has achieved right, yeah. uh, in the past decade or something like that. Um, it is very interesting. So, if you look at it, GitHub is the one which basically powers the entire world in terms of powers all the programmers. Um, there is not even a single source control before GitHub which could manage to do this kind of revolution in terms of how we all organize and share right yeah. code base and frameworks and stuff like that so for me, i mean i value in terms of what his thought process is basically uh, and i don't know exactly why he was not very uh, keen on container keen on container <laughs> so it could be something like wherein uh, the nature of work he is doing is not really right impact yeah, yeah, because yeah. the container technology is more in terms of and a devops who does it on a enterprise and an application development side of it and so i don't know uh, no, very I, I think all the major cloud providers yeah uh, aws or azure yeah. or it is yeah. they are all as, starting as a to core support, yeah. as a core operating system developer i don't think his functionality crosses that that much actually so no i i also feel i think it is taking that importance away from an operating system uh-huh. the whole con- docker con- i mean docker is a leading player in that right okay is essentially trying to put the focus back on the application actually i mean they are saying don't worry about what is there underneath you don't care about okay i create a vm this os that os it's probably you've done it for many years and that's not an important thing right so no i i only feel you're moving that context to the container developer than the the application developer yeah so that is so, so the whole thing has been moving so, up right so yeah. i mean if you look at past 10 20 years i mean that's how we have been moving from maturing from yeah. one stack yeah. to another so we don't care about the basic plumbing which is we all agree it's given yeah. so i i don't know whether how much of a value i mean how much you should really uh, really in terms of right his views on container is like how much in terms of really yeah he, he i don't think he has got any day to day impact on in terms of the real container technology or like but he did also talk about uh, the security and especially in open source they are doing fairly well yeah and all those statements he made so yeah. what's do you think open source uh, components are doing really well because if you look at some of the SSL related issues uh-huh. uh, what we saw right i mean they were all open source components and there are so many vulnerabilities we have seen so i think uh, uh, security as is uh, is getting more and more serious i don't know whether it is something related just to do with open source i think everybody is probably doing a bad job or maybe they are not mm. focusing on that no if you are a proprietary company you it is very difficult for you to um, go back you compare those metrics with an open source project actually right so uh, i mean like it will be like two different topics which we had talk over it actually if you want right but 
most of the bugs in the open source is very evident because the nature of the development is like that so where you have to declare and then right. you move ahead patch it and then you move ahead if you are a proprietary company you don't have to probably declare how many bugs you have you just roll out one big bulk of a patch which nobody knows exactly what you're fixing and stuff like that so it's like two different kind of topics which we are like kind of go. but whatever i feel uh, i mean open source is the one which basically propelling and security itself and so to me i come from that kind of view actually no i mean i completely agree that but i'm just yeah. saying uh, it doesn't mean that open source companies are the one doing well and the proprietary stuff are bad it, it so i would i would say the reason why it is doing well is because you have an ability to go back and check anybody can go back and check i mean in terms of what is really there and what is not there actually Right. So in that way, if you ask me, that is more secure actually. Yeah. I mean, like I would go put my argument in that way actually. If hundred people can see my code, the possibility of finding a bug is much higher than only ten people who are developing it in a proprietary way actually. Okay. So coming back to India, uh, uh, some of the hot topics is a, is always around e-commerce now. <laughs> okay. And uh, Flipkart was in news recently, and Economic Times did a report on. what they are doing in terms of uh, some of the analytics big data and um, computer vision and all those things right yeah and uh, i think you did play around with their flip flipkart mobile app the the and image search part yeah right, right. Yeah, so so the uh, what do you think they are getting into i mean is it something you see they are completely doing something new um, in terms of if you want to compare with what amazon or google has done Mm-hmm. is it in similar lines or uh, I, first of all i don't know whether amazon or google has any image search based ones they do they have i don't know. I mean, i've never uh, used google has either. image search uh, but it is part of the search engine okay. but these guys are trying in the commerce thing right yeah yeah, yeah. no I, it is an interesting thing because there are a lot of people who follow fashion who use pinterest a lot uh, who keep pinning their favorite styles and stuff like that uh if you are that kind of person and then it will be easier for you to uh, take those styles coming in from pinterest and then right. push them to flipkart and figure out what is or it maybe even uh, i mean i am at a store i see something yeah i mean maybe doing a window shopping i just want Correct. to quickly check it's another way to get the physical i mean retailers into this right yeah okay. so yeah so there are so many interesting things you can do with the image search especially on fashion um i don't know about it is useful to anything else at this point of time but at the especially in the clothing and fashion it is really interesting thing you can do there uh, just imagine if you just open up a flipkart api and then if you have pinterest users who just keep pinning their uh, their interesting blazers or shirts and stuff like that should be able to push them to flipkart and then see whether they are the the styles which are what you interest are available and then for this any for the season or something like that so there is interesting so many interesting things they could do and i don't know how efficient it is actually at this point of time yeah it may be early stage but they also have grabbed up a lot of uh, ex googlers okay. um, i mean employees from google to uh-huh. work on some of this so there seems to be serious about this they also have launched uh, an in app messaging social uh, network yeah, yeah. sort of a social network i think they call, they also call it as ping ping yeah i think apple calls their social network as ping uh, so essentially to to do a like a sort of a 
give a shopping experience where you want to bring in your friend share stuff yeah. and that so I, mean, I, i think that is a good strategy because it's like many or times what we buy i mean not for everybody yeah that's true yeah it, it is the majority of the people friend, your yeah. friend bought something yeah you get interested in yeah that. you either buy similar product or yeah. a variant of that kind of a thing so that way it is really interesting to do that and i also saw a lot of um, bashing between snap deal and flipkart on <laughs> the papers so i'm not really sure whether like who's going to hit that first 10 billion valuation which is i think everybody is trying yeah, to yeah. go towards that actually so whoever does it's good for them <laughs> yeah good for them i think i have personally i have not uh, not been shopping anything especially around fashion okay <laughs> from flipkart or snapdeal or any of those guys but what do you And think about taking mintra mobile mobile side only mobile basically the start no, i think that is that is the, the most heated debate around yeah, i mean that probably makes sense to me especially considering india uh-huh. because what i am saying is for many users uh, especially in second year third year cities they probably are using their mobile phone as their first computer itself so right yeah we are probably being in metro and other things we don't really relate to that okay. uh, but i think for those users this pretty much their whatever their fablets or the mobile devices pretty much their computer whatever they're seeing so right. so they tend to do more and more on that because they, they really don't have another a large screen desktop or a laptop at home and if flipkart is seeing that is a sort of a trend it's mintra uh, yeah yeah i mean which is essentially yeah. a flipkart company yeah it's a yeah, flipkart bought out mintra yeah they bought them right so uh, so if they see the traffic then yeah maybe but there was also debate that uh, flip i mean and the flipkart almost went and said they are going to make the main flipkart also a mobile app only okay and then they tried back saying no we are probably still not ready right but the the interesting thing i find there is like being in in big cities you have choice uh, of brands basically uh, wherein if you are in tier 2 or tier 3 cities you don't have the choice uh, but if you are looking at that via online then it automatically opens up that corridor for you so even at somebody over and tire to a tire three can even buy a gap or yeah anything which he, earlier he has to travel to a place to a metro and then he has to buy right. where now he has the choice of buying that clothes uh, like whichever is more uh, is favorite brands right which from that so uh, even though snap deals say all the uh, things like surprising thing about taking mintra mintra's mobile only i feel it is an excellent strategy yeah i feel uh, so yeah so i think that's uh, that's all the news we want to talk about this week all right uh, so we have, i mean let's just take a couple of minutes to talk about the new website and all that right so we have changed our main domain from um, cast.next20.co what it used to be into hash.next20.co IM yep stands for India <laughs> uh, and also we are, we got a brand new interface a new logo uh, we are making the Bangalore bits as a as a, a larger podcast network and uh, there are plans to probably launch uh, very specific technology shows uh, under the Bangalore bits podcast network uh, you can always uh, find us on that you all what i mentioned or on iTunes and other favorite podcasting apps yeah 
so you can subscribe to us from iTunes or from the, the website directly you can listen to it yeah. or you can just uh, start playing from your Twitter right so with that uh, that's a wrap so uh, talk to you next week yep bye bye